0: Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. I want to welcome you to another broadcast of His Abounding Grace with Minister Van. Amen. The topic today will be all things working together for my good. Amen. Before we get started, I do have a couple of quick announcements that I want to make to you. Amen. I want to remind you that Minister Van comes on every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Amen. With His Abounding Grace every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the finished work with Reverend Pat Randall is Thursday at 12 noon. Friday Night Job with Reverend Ray and Friends is every Friday at 7 p.m. The Better Life with Reverend Ray is Sundays at 7 p.m. Amen. Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones is every first Monday of the month. And in fact, she got a broadcast coming up in, in this week, next week. Amen. Every first Monday of the month at 7 p.m. The Bold and the Beautiful with Reverend Novena Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. This is a program that's geared to the young folks. Amen. Um, Amen. Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon is every Wednesday at 1 p.m. The dialing number is 641-715-3580-732. Sub 499 is access code. This is a, a free conference call number that we do every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Evangelist Lewis is hosts a program called Adoration. It's every third Monday of the month. And our newest program lineup is Marriage Takeover, the Body of One with Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. Amen. They just started a broadcast back in January. They it will be with us every third Monday of the, of the month at 7 p.m amen we do want to encourage you to go and check out our website and uh, com and check out a couple other things about us and find a little more about what we have to offer amen you can do any donation that you like to do you can do that at the website uh, what we're gonna do real quick is we' play a couple of music and we'll be right back with uh, minister van in about two about two minutes amen amen we're excited. Amen. So let's go ahead and do that, and I hope this is working according to plan. I'm about to go back and edit this. Amen. But um, so let's go ahead and do that. We're excited about Minister Man. Amen. So hopefully, I'm about to go back and edit. I think I made a mistake, but anyway, hopefully you guys can hear me um, pretty clear and everything is working um, according to plan, and there's no problems, that kind of stuff. So we will see, and then. In a minute, let's play some music. I'll be right back.
1: Hello
2: there, good evening, this is Minister Van with Christian Speak Talk Radio, His Abounding Grace, and I'd like to just share a few words of encouragement with you for the next um, 30 minutes or so, uh, coming from the, the um, scripture Romans 8:28, which reads, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us yet another opportunity to serve you. We thank you for giving us another opportunity, Lord God, to go into your word, Lord God, and to encourage someone along the way, Father. Lord God, we just thank you, Father, for this vehicle, um, this um, tool that you have allowed us to use um, through this radio ministry, Lord God, that will um, go out and encourage somebody Who perhaps have lost their way Or just can't find their way Or just need a, a few words Lord God, to know that it's already alright Father, we thank you Lord God for this opportunity And we give you all the honor All the glory And all the praise In Jesus' name we pray Thank God, amen, amen And amen Okay, all things working together for my good Romans eight twenty eight says And we know that all things Work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. The Living Bible paraphrase says, And we know that all that happens to us is working for our good if we love God and are fitting into his plans. Now in order to rightly divide the word of truth, we need to go back and read earlier texts here. For you see, whenever you're studying or reading the word of God, and you see the word and, A-N-D, that lets us know that this is an add-on, just like we see the word therefore, which further provides clarity to an earlier text. So let's go to Romans 8:24, 25. 24 says, For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why does he yet hope for? And the 25th verse says, But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? The living Bible paraphrase says We are saved by trusting. And trusting means looking forward to getting something we don't yet have. For a man who already has something doesn't need to hope and to trust that he will get it. Amen. So now we're talking about all things working together for our good. All things. Not just one thing, but all things. Working together for good to them that love God. So I'm going to ask you this question. Do you love God? I mean, do you really love God? Because the scripture says, if you love him, He's talking about, and to them who are called according to his purpose. Are you a believer? Do you love God? Are you a believer? Then you have been called. To them who are the called, this is the divine perspective. We're talking about believers. Romans 8:30 says, Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. So, as a believer, you are called according to whose purpose? God's purpose. God is working all things together for good. But those who love God are best able to appreciate that fact. Because you'll love him no matter what I mean do you love him do you really love him for to love God is to trust him and to obey his word if we read further along in this text on verses 31 Paul admonishes us if you love God you believe that all things work together for good for you then there is really nothing else to say nothing else to say if you are a believer you can rest assured that all things are working together for your good It doesn't matter what you're going through. God knows about it. God cares about it. God understands. Because he knows the plans he has for you. He knows what he needs to develop in you in order for you to fulfill his plan for you. Let me say that again. Because God knows the plans he has for you, he knows what he needs to develop in you in order for you to fulfill the plan he has for you. Romans 8.31 says, for what shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for you, if God be for you, if God be for me, I'm talking about the very God who, according to the next verse, Romans eight thirty two, spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? All things working together for my good. Every situation, every tribulation, every persecution, every distress that comes to those of us who are believers and truly believe that God loved us and called us according to his purpose. We believe and we know if we trust the word of God, it'll come at us, but it cannot destroy us. All these things come at us, but they cannot penetrate us. Why not? Because in verse 37, the word of God lets us know that, Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that love us. You see, we are nothing of our own. We can do nothing aside or apart from God. But with Christ, all things are possible. We're talking about the God who loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son to die on the cross for our sins. And because he conquered death, all things work together for good to those of us who love God to those who are called according to his purpose. So, my brother, where trial comes, and it's going to come, when tribulations come, and yes, they will come, when life gets a little rocky, when the road gets a little bumpy, when the mountains get a little harder to climb, you can know without a shadow of a doubt that the word of God is still standing. It's still standing. That you are more than a conqueror through Christ. That no weapon forming against you will prosper. And because you can be sure of that, you can be confident that when these situations come about, these situations don't make us feel good. No, they don't make us look good. No, they don't make us um act good if we stay in the situation and keep our eyes on the situation instead of on God. But we need to stay focused on Jesus, knowing and believing his word that is working for our good. And because we can believe his word, we know that it's only a temporary situation. So if a test is a trial or a hardship, and a testimony means to witness or to testify about something, then would you agree that if we didn't have any tests or hardships, We would not be able to testify about God's faithfulness in our own lives. We would not be able to talk about how he delivered us from rough situations. You would not be able to encourage somebody else that might be going through. You might not be able to encourage them to keep on holding on, to keep on the faith, keep the faith for help is on the way. If you had not gone through something similar, you see, if you had no trials, you wouldn't be able to comfort someone else, even as God has comforted you. Second Corinthians first chapter third through 6 verse says, Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for our comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for our comfort which produces in us patience endurance of the same suffering you suffer. So, do you believe it's a fair statement to say that in order to have a testimony, you've got to go through a test. You've got to go through a trial. You've got to have a hardship. You've got to be tried by fire. Well, if you agree to that, then will you also agree That you should praise God and thank Him for your trials. Thank Him for your hardships. Yes, I know sometimes this can be a big pill to swallow. But that's what the Word of God tells us in James. It tells us to thank Him for our trials. Count it all joy. And we know the Word of God is a testimony in itself. For the Word of God in the 12th chapter of Revelation tells us that our persecuted Jewish brothers overcame The devil, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. That tells us something about the strength of our testimonies. That tells us something about the strength of our testimony. All things working together for our good, for my good. Let me personalize it. All things working together for my good because I love him and because I'm called. You see, Sometimes we want to take the fast lane, like buying a microwave for dinner and still preparing a meal the old-fashioned way. Now, there's nothing wrong with that if you want, that's what you want to do. But I believe after you've tasted the meal, if you go the old-fashioned way, that meal is going to taste a whole lot better. And you'd appreciate it a whole lot better if you put some work into it. You see, we live, live, we live in a microwave society and want everything now. Sure, that box of cake mix will save us some time. But will you appreciate the end result as much as if you had made it from scratch? We don't want to go through all we need to go through. We want it now. But you know, this scripture still stands. It says, all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called, the called according to his purpose. I got a testimony I want to share with you. Just kind of reminds me of this scripture when it talks about all things working together for its good. So I want to take my time. I've shared this with others before. I've shared it on social media, and I've shared it with some of my friends uh, outside of social media. But I think it's worth repeating here. As a reminder, that all things truly do work together for my good. Now, this is going to take a minute because I want to tell you about two things that happened to me um, several several months ago. Um. It was a night, and then it was the next morning. And it just reminded me of this scripture, all things are working together for good. So here goes. Several months ago, one night I stumped my little toe. Now, several years earlier I had stumped this toe, and I had broken this toe. So this was the very toe that I had broken years earlier. Man, that thing was hurting so bad, so I went into the kitchen to get some ice. It was then that I noticed the freezer door was not closed all the way. When I opened it, everything was icing over, meaning the food was about to thaw. Apparently, it had been open for quite a while. Well, I had just purchased some frozen items that night before. Since it was late, and it was very late, we would never have noticed the open freezer door Who knows when because, you see, we leave the house very early in the morning and we don't return until later. Thus, had I not hurt my toe, I wouldn't have gone into the kitchen to get some ice and our food would surely have spoiled. But that's not all because remember I said I had two things. The very next morning I was heating up my iron to iron some clothing and noticed that this iron was getting extremely hot. Then it started smoking. I quickly unplugged it but it was beginning to sizzle even after I unplugged it and sounded like something was frying. Well, that caused the smoke alarm to go off big time, which should have prompted the local fire department. I immediately took the iron outside, opened the doors, and then called the alarm company because I wanted to let them know what had happened, that it really wasn't an emergency. Here's the interesting part. I told you this would take a minute. I was afraid the fire truck would come, and it really wasn't all that serious, and I had things under control. But while on the phone with the alarm company, I was told that, yes, the records did indicate that the smoke detector had gone off. But wait a minute. It did not trigger an alarm for them to call me, which it should have. Hence, no alarm signal went to the fire department. But get this. They said this was unusual and indicated that something wasn't working properly with our system, so they would be sending out a technician. Here's where this is ending. If the iron hadn't caused the smoke alarm to go off, I wouldn't have called the company and wouldn't have known that something wasn't functioning properly. But God knew. Who knew but God if bringing this to the company's attention blocked a future tragedy that the enemy was planning? You get it? All things working together for good. Sure, I had to limp around and little with my toe that had broken several years earlier because I had stumped it that night and had to go into the kitchen and get some ice on it. Sure, I got to purchase a new iron, but what is any of that compared to an even worse tragedy such as a burned down home because we wouldn't have been home at the time and no one would have been notified. So the very next time something happens to you, and you want to get upset and blame God. Remember, this can be, be prevented in an even worse tragedy. The different direction you had to take that morning, but God blocked it. Don't you see? Don't you see? You took a different direction because what you thought it was traffic going, too much traffic um, in the direction you would have gone. So you had to take a different one. But God knew up the road what might have happened to you, and he blocked it and caused you to take a detour. Thank God for that detour. Thank God for that detour, because all things are working together for your good. Now, are you fully persuaded of that? You see, 1 Peter 1.7 says that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory, At the appearing of Jesus Christ, the Word of God lets us know that trials come to make us strong. This scripture compares the testing of our faith to the testing of gold and how it is subjected to intense heat. But just as pure gold has to go through fire to make it beautiful, that is the same way it is with our faith. It's only a test. And how many know that a test is only a temporary situation that does not come to stay? It comes to make us strong so that you can endure until the end. So that you can endure until the end. 2 Corinthians 4th chapter, 16 through 18 verse says, For which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, You might say, well, this doesn't seem like a light affliction to me. This scripture says, but our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. And the 18th verse says, while we look not on the things which are seen, but on the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So are you fully persuaded that your light affliction is but for a moment and that God, It's working it all out for your good. All things working together for your good. Are you fully persuaded that you should look forward and not backward? Knowing that this situation, whatever you may be going through this very moment, my sister, it's only a test. It's only a test, a temporary situation. Are you fully persuaded? Are you trusting Philippians 1.6? That says bear confidence of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in them will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Are you fully persuaded that no matter what you are to trust in the Lord with all your heart lean not unto his own understanding in all your ways. I said, in all your ways, you are to acknowledge him and allow him to direct your path. Are you fully persuaded that you can have joy even in the midst of your trial? You see, it's easy to say this when everything is going fine. I've got joy. But what about those times when you feel like life is weighing you down? What about those times when you really just don't feel like you are on top, the top of the world? What about those times when you want to go off to yourself and have a pity party? Yes all by yourself what about those times when your body feels like your get up and go has got up and went what about those times can you still say all things are working together for your good can you still trust the word of god do you still believe that his word is working in your life how many know that you can't go by your feelings we got to know that you know that you know that all things are working together for your good that's if you truly love the Lord, if you truly trust in him in every situation every day. Doesn't Jesus tell us to fret not, to take comfort, that even though we're going to have tribulations, we can lift up our heads? You see, John sixteen thirty three, Jesus speaks here. And Jesus says to us, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. Mm. In the world you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have come. I have already overcome the world. Jesus tells us that we shall have tribulation, not might, not probably, but he tells us you got to have tribulation. So what does shall mean? It means it's going to happen. So the question you need to ask yourself, am I fully persuaded? Am I fully persuaded of just who Jesus is? Because if I'm fully persuaded of just who he is, I'm not going to let nothing get in my way of trusting him. If I'm truly persuaded of that all things are working together for my good, and if I'm truly persuaded that God knows about all things, then it's not going to be hard for me to trust him in every situation. It's not going to be hard for me to know that this is only a temporary situation. If you were fully persuaded that your hope was in Jesus, you wouldn't go around with your head hanging down as one without any hope. If you were fully persuaded of just who Jesus is, you would not be living in fear. You would trust his word in Second Timothy 1.7 where God says that he did not give you the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. If you were fully persuaded of just who Jesus is, you wouldn't even worry about tomorrow. You would not even worry about tomorrow, for you would know there would be no need for you to worry about it, because God has told us in Matthew that He is the one who takes care of our tomorrow, just like He took care of our yesterdays. If you were fully persuaded of just who it is that we're talking about right now, Jesus, you would know, without a shadow of a doubt, that it's already all right. First Corinthians two nine says, "Eyes have not seen, nor have ears heard." nor has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Do you love him right now? He tells us in his word that if you love him, you would obey his commandment. And his commandment tells us to love one another. So are you trusting him? Plain and simple. Are you keeping his commandment? Plain and simple. Do you believe that he is God? Do you believe that he is the all-powerful and all-knowing God and that he is able to sustain you in any circumstance? Do you believe his word in Ephesians 3.20 that says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. My brothers and sisters, I'm just coming to encourage you right now that regardless of what you might be going through at this very moment, you see, you can still rejoice. For victory is already yours through Christ Jesus. Regardless of what the situation looks like right now, it might be a financial burden. It might be a health issue. It might be a family matter. It might be a relationship matter. But you can remember that the joy of the Lord is your strength. And just praise Him. Those, these are the times when you need to praise Him more when you take your focus off your problem and focus on the promise keeper and just lift up your head unto him and say, Lord, I thank you that regardless of what I'm going through right now, I know, Father, that you told me you would never leave me, you would never forsake me, that you would be with me always, even unto the ends of time. So, Lord God, I know I'm not going through this thing alone because wherever I go, you're right there with me. These are the times, my brothers and sisters, we need to just praise God from whom your blessings flow. Praise him. Lift your head and say, Lord, huh, regardless of what my body might be experiencing right now, I'm going to praise you anyhow. I'm going to praise you right now, Lord God, because the joy that i get from you is my strength i thank you father i thank you lord god because i'm going to trust you when it doesn't make sense to trust you lord i'm going to trust you because i'm going to believe the word of god and because i'm going to believe the word of god the victory is already mine through christ jesus lord i'm going to thank you i'm going to thank you lord god just like romans 8 26 says likewise the spirit also happens my infirmities for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself makes its intercession for us with groaning which cannot be uttered. Lord God, I'm going to thank you because when I don't even know what to ask you for, Lord God, I, you know, Lord God, and the Spirit that resides in me, Lord God, will pray for me, Lord God. Lord, I'm going to thank you, Lord God, because you have given me your Spirit, Lord God, to, to Lord God, to help me, Lord God, make it through every situation, to guide me, to protect me, Lord God. Lord, I want to thank you, Lord God. All things are working together for my good. I'm thanking you, Lord God. Even while I'm waiting for the manifestation to take place, I'm going to yet praise you. And I'm going to stand on the word of God. I'm going to stand on the word of God for all things are working together, together for my good. Can you say that? Are you praising him right now? Are you yet trusting him right now? Are you meditating on his word right now while you are waiting? While you are waiting, go to the word and find a word, a word to meditate on. Like word, like Psalms 23 that says, the Lord is my shepherd. When you think you are wanting and desire things and you don't see how you're going to get those things, how those things are going to come to play, trust his word that says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Why are you not wanting? Because you know as a shepherd takes care of his sheep, God's got you. He's your shepherd, so you shouldn't have to want for anything. The word of God lets us also know that God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians 4:19. And because he is my shepherd, you can trust him completely, knowing that when a trial comes, it's only a test, a temporary situation. All things are working together for your good. I want you to just think about that for a minute. Let's just pause for a minute and think about all things. There was a song that I used to love, and I still love it. The songwriter was Clint Brown. And he talks about, in that song, he says, "Um, That car should have hit me, but it didn't. It's easy, he says, to praise and thank God for those things we know he did. But what about those things we don't know he did? The unseen. We need to praise God for the unseen as well as the seen. You see, you've got your own testimony. I've shared one or two of my testimonies. Each and every one of us have a testimony because a testimony means I've gone through a test and I've come out victorious. And in spite of everything that I've gone through, I know without a shadow of a doubt that it was God that brought me through. And that's my testimony. Share your testimony with others. You see, when you share your testimony, not only are you strengthened, but you're strengthening your brother. How many know that he would turn every situation around? But what the devil meant for evil, God would turn it around for your good because all things are working together for your good. Praise God. Psalms 23 says, Surely mercy and goodness shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So whatever you're going through, Just remember his word that regardless of what this situation seems like right now, goodness and mercy is following me. It's following me. God still has his hands on me, praise God. Lord, I thank you that you have not withheld your hands from me. I thank you, Father. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to fret because I'm going to stand on your promises of God for knowing that weeping may endure for a night, but joy shall come in the morning. I'm going to thank you, Lord God, for all things mean all things, and that there is no good thing that you will withhold from me, that if I trust you and lay not to my own understanding. Hang in there, my brother and sister. Hang in there. It's just a test. Whatever you're going through, I'm not minimizing it. I'm telling you to maximize your faith in God. Don't minimize the situation, but maximize your faith in God. You see, mercy said no. He's never going to let you go. This situation is not the end. Hang in there. Stop fretting. Thank God for his goodness and mercy that follows you all the days of your life. Only a test, a temporary situation. Are you fully persuaded of that? Are you fully persuaded that you are free today in Christ Jesus? Are you fully persuaded that you would not allow the enemy to keep you in bondage? Are you allowing the enemy to trap you? Are you trapped by the can't-dos of this world? Let me ask you that again. Are you trapped by the cannot do's of this world? Are you trapped by the hindrances of this world? All things are working together for your good. Why don't you just let go and let God? Well, sister, it's not easy. It's not as easy as you said. It's not easy. easy for you to say let go and let God, but you don't know what I'm going through. You know why it's not easy for you? Because you're trying to do it on your own. And God didn't build man to take care of this on our own. God sent his son Jesus Christ down the cross for us to take care of this. And so that's why it is easy when you take your eyes and your focus off yourself and focus on the promise maker, the promise keeper. Don't you know your shoulders can't carry the burden that was meant for Jesus, the burden that he already carried to the cross, the burden that he already tackled, the burden that he already mastered? Don't you know you're fighting a losing battle if you don't just let go and let God Do you really know who God is? Are you fully persuaded that he who lives today is well able to take care of this situation, that he's not a fairytale God? Satan desires to sift you as wheat, but God, mm, God wants you to be free to serve him. God wants you to be free to praise him. God wants you to be free to worship him, free to live. So look to Jesus Christ and live. Do you love him? Do you love him? Then simply trust him. Are you fully persuaded? Then thank him for his grace. Thank him for his mercy. Do you live in a what's-the-use attitude? What's the use of trying? Who really cares? What's the use of praying? Who really cares? What's the use of living? I'm all washed up. I don't know about you, but my God tells me that in him I am a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, <laughs> behold, all things become new. Does that mean that I won't fall sometime short? No. Does that mean that I will have it all together all the time? Of course not. Does that mean that I won't have struggles? No. What this word has said to me that tomorrow is, is gone, passed away. Today is a brand new day, and in Him there are new ways of thinking. In Him I have a new attitude. If I am fully persuaded of who He is, I will trust Him completely. If you are fully persuaded of just who He is, you would trust Him. Completely. But when his word says, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him, Psalm 37 7, then you would rest in him. You would rest in him. If you were fully persuaded, the word says, Those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, you would wait upon him. You would not have this attitude of, What's the use? I'm tired of feeling tired. If you were fully persuaded who he is, you would just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. For he is a mighty warrior. Just stand still and watch him operate. He's a mighty deliverer. Just stand still and watch miracles take place in your life as never before. He's a divine healer, for he can do whatever he wants to do, whenever he wants to do it, just because. Of who he is. Just stand still, for he desires you to just trust him at his word. Just like a child trusts a parent, he desires we, who are his children, to trust him. How many know that obedience determines your outcome? Obedience determines your outcome. So are you fully persuaded that all things are working together for your good? How many know that an atmosphere of praise will sure enough ambush the enemy? An attitude of praise will sure enough ambush the enemy. It doesn't matter how big the problem is. It doesn't matter how strong the enemy looks. It doesn't matter what you may be going through. If you create an atmosphere of praise, when you send up sweet aroma into heaven, I believe that heaven will take notice. I believe that heaven would take notice. I believe that all heaven will stand still. And when this sweet aroma begins to circulate among the host of angels, I believe that they'll join in with our praises. And with this sweet aroma, I believe we will get the attention of God. For heaven listens. Heaven listens when we create an atmosphere of praise which puts him above everything else. An atmosphere of praise which says, Lord, Whatever I'm going through, I know, Lord God, that you got this. And so I'm going to praise you. Heaven stands still. I believe when we say, Lord, I'm going to praise you, Lord God, because you're wonderful. I'm going to praise you, Lord God, because you got this, Lord God. I'm going to praise you, Lord God, because you brought me through before. You're the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And because you changed not, I know, Lord God, that you got this. I want to thank you, Lord God. Lord God, I'm going to praise you, Lord God. Doesn't matter what the doctor report says, Lord. God. Doesn't matter what the medical report said, Loga. I'm going to trust your report. Whose report am I going to believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. When I create an atmosphere of praise, yes, it will confuse the enemy, and I want to confuse him. I want him to say, "Wait a minute, I thought I had her, but wait a minute, wait a minute, she ain't looking to me. She's looking to God, the Author and Finisher of her faith. She's creating this atmosphere of praise. Now I don't know what's going on." That's what the enemy would be thinking. He doesn't know what's going on. How many know that God would not only supply your need, but will grant you the desires of your heart if you delight yourself in him? If you remain faithful, are you yet faithful unto God? God is an all-time God all the time. God will turn every situation around for your good. It's only a test, a temporary situation. I want you to say that to yourself the next time you're experiencing something. I want you to say, wait a minute, back up, rewind, this is only a test, it's only a temporary situation, I don't have to worry about this, because God got it, Mm. just like the rain that comes down, it might be cloudy outside one day, but sure enough, the sun will come out tomorrow, when the rain comes down, and it's storming outside, what do you do, you seek shelter, so you won't get wet, right? So when the storms of life are raging in your life and you feel like you're getting a downpour, what should you do? You seek shelter from the storms. Where do you seek shelter from? In his presence. In his presence. But how many know that Jesus is that perfect covering, that perfect umbrella, that perfect covering for you? Jesus has given us so much. He's given us so many reminders of his love to us. Us. And yet, we still don't believe. Jesus has been so patient with us, showing us over and over again just how much He loves us, showing us just how much He cares. Jesus has shown us mercy time over and over again. He's proven Himself faithful over and over again. He's proven Himself to be a God of restoration. For whatever you may be going through right now, my sister, remember it's for your good. It's for your good because Romans eight twenty eight eight thirty eight says all things. Are working together for your good. For those who love the Lord. And are called according to his purpose. All things. Financial trials. All things. Family headaches. Family heartaches. All things. Work related problems. All things. Even sickness. All things. All things are working together for your good. For you were called. Even before the foundation of the world. Guess what? He had you in mind. He had your face. And mine. if you love the Lord all things are working together for your good are you walking in your purpose all things are working together for your good whenever a situation confronts you that tries to make you doubt just remember this too shall pass and I'll leave you with this because we know that all things are working together for good we should just look and live my brothers look look to Jesus Christ and live there's an old psalm that says, for it's recorded in his words, hallelujah, all you've got to do is look and live. Look towards Jesus, who is the author and finisher of your faith. Now, we've been talking about trusting God. We've been talking about all things working together for the good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. If by chance, there's someone out here that's listening to me, and you are not walking according to his word That is, you are not saved, you have not repented of your sins, and you have not accepted Jesus into your heart. We want to give you the opportunity right now. We want to give you the opportunity right now. If you're not saved, if you have not repented of your sins and accepted Jesus into your heart, if you're not one percent sure that you will spend eternity in heaven, I want you to listen very carefully. You see, no man can't save you. Trust Jesus. Only Jesus can. For there is only one way to God, and that's through his son Jesus Christ. John fourteen six Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Acts four twelve says, Neither is there salvation in any other, but is there no other name under heaven given unto men, given among men whereby we must be saved? Are you saved right now? Are you born again? Have you made the confession that Jesus Christ is Lord of your life? Romans ten nine says, all you got to do is confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and then you believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, raised His Son Jesus from the dead. You shall be saved. So you can do this right now. You can do this right now with us, with me. Romans three ten, uh, according to Romans three ten. First thing you need to do is admit you are a sinner. For the word of God says, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. I don't care how good you think you are. You are not righteous. We were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And then, after you admit you are a sinner, you need to be willing to turn from your sin. That is to repent. Then, third, you need to believe that Jesus Christ died for you, that Jesus Christ was buried, and that he was rose from the dead. You need to believe this. You see, Romans 10.10 10 says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then through prayer, you can invite Jesus right now, wherever you are, into your life to become your personal Savior. For Romans 10.13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I thank God I'm a whosoever. What about you? I thank God you are a whosoever. And if you believe the word of God, if you're truly repentant of your sins, truly sorrowful, you can ask him right now. So what to pray? Repeat after me. Just repeat this prayer after me. And you've got to believe in your heart because it all begins in your heart. You can say it, but if you don't believe in your heart, you're not doing anything but making a mouth, just making a lot of noise. So here goes. Repeat after me if you're sincere about accepting Christ into your heart. Dear God, I am a sinner, and I need forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ shed his precious blood and died on the cross for my sins. I am willing to turn from my sin. I now invite Christ to come into my heart and life as my personal Savior. Lord, I thank you for doing just that. Amen. Now, if you just trusted Jesus as your personal savior, guess what? Heaven took notice, and the angels in heaven are rejoicing right now. If you just trusted Jesus as your personal savior, you have just begun a wonderful new life in him where you can truly, truly, truly walk worthy of the scripture that says, "All things are working together for your good, all things are working together for your good. you can believe that because you are called according to your his purpose. Now, you need to get a good Bible and get to study to know God, to know Jesus Christ better, to build that relationship. Talk to God in prayer every day. Talk to him. Let him know. Tell him you love him. Don't just go to him and you want something from him. Go to him and thank him and marry him and be a, a prayer of gratitude for just being so awesome to you, for all the things he's done. Just thank him. Just offer up a prayer of thanksgiving, a prayer of thanksgiving. He knows your heart. And then be baptized and worship and fellowship and serve others. Get into a local church where Jesus Christ is preached and the, where the Bible is the final authority. Tell others about Jesus Christ. Don't be selfish. Tell others about Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Share the good news with somebody else. And then write us a note or email us or just call us and let us know that you've made Jesus the center of your life. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. We believe and trust in God for you, and we will be praying for you that as you walk on your journey that you will remember that, hey, you're not walking it alone, and that all things are truly working together for your good because you are called according to his purpose and that he has a divine purpose for you. And that regardless of whatever you're going through, you will know that this is only a test. A temporary situation. This too shall pass. It did not come to stay. I'm encouraging you right now that, no, your joy comes from the Lord. Your strength comes from the Lord. We may endure for a night, but joy shall come in the morning. You are already all right through Christ. While you wait for the manifestation to take place, praise him. Give him everything that he deserves, for he is truly worthy to be praised. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that soul this just came to you, Lord God, crying out, Lord God. Thank you for that salvation right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for that brother or sister, Lord God, that is encouraged by your word to know, Lord God, that they can go a little bit further in you, Father, because weeping doors for night, but joy comes in the morning. They can go a little further in you, knowing that all things, regardless of whatever is going through, whatever they may be going through, are working together for their good. Lord, we thank you, Lord God. We praise your name, Lord God. We thank you for angels and can't run about them, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, for strengthening them each day, Lord God, as they're walking on this journey, Lord God, that you would be with them every step of the way, Lord God, and they would not keep this to themselves, but they would go out and carry somebody else, Lord God. They would be one, reaching one for Christ. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We give it all to you. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen.
4: Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Rev. Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is seven three two four nine nine. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for declaring the finished work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a Word in Season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. And on 4th Saturday's Alabaster Box at 7 p.m. with Prophetess Carla Johnson, where she shares a broad range of topics to help believers persevere and overcome. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, so all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page.
1: Oh,